When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Cyclone Fanatic Podcast is fueled by Cody Road. And recorded in the Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Studio. Williams and Bloom on a Wednesday. Welcome to the pod. My name is Chris Williams, joined as always by Brent Bloom. We are presented as always by our friends at Mechdyne. You can check them out at mechdyne.com, M-E-C-H-D-Y-N-E.com. They are not only a badass worldwide leader in all sorts of technology services, but they are one of the reasons we exist here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. We love them. We appreciate their sponsorship, and we uh, always want to encourage our listeners to uh, if you're looking for a job, if you're in the market for anything like that, check them out at MacDine.com. Um, we, okay, Bloom, so real quick today's show, we're going to do a lot of Big 12, obviously touch on Iowa State and TCU, but we wanted to lead with, and, and you're the one that kind of just brought this story up to me. I hadn't seen it yet, but this is definitely um, right in this podcast wheelhouse. Apple and Amazon are going to be bidding on the college football playoff rights in some capacity. Um, They're in the room. Okay, so let's let's hash this out. One, we knew this was coming in, in some capacity. Two, this is really, don't let any of these people fool you. Don't let any of these ADs and commissioners fool you. The reason they're expanding the playoff was because of something like this, because there was money to be made. The reason that they didn't do the uh, exclusive deadline or whatever it was with ESPN like a year ago, I want to say, is because they knew that there was more money to be made. This is college football's equivalent of Amazon getting Thursday night rights for the NFL during the season. And now there's a playoff game on Peacock, a wild card game this year. Yes. Yeah, so like we're we're seeing this, and the NFL is just kind of always the well, what are they doing? Look ahead. That's that's the model there, and I I don't know if the NBA's I don't think the NBA's done yet, but there was a lot of momentum I know for a while that Amazon would get the NBA package, which was not uh, I'm talking about like the the full court press yeah. or whatever it's called. Yep, yep. Which I know you subscribe to. I used to. Um, but I, I haven't the last, but I, I do have YouTube for the YouTube TV for the NFL and it's phenomenal. Like that it's has been a, that has been totally really, really a game fun. changer. Yep. Totally. And I, I, and I can't, I think it's a combo for me. Sundays have been, do I dare say almost as enjoyable as Saturdays now? 
It uh, has been for be- me. Because of the YouTube TV thing is great. You can have and the, the NFL has it down to a science where you have these games and blocks, they're done, and you know you know what to plan for. And then you add in the fact that Iowa State's got guys pretty much everywhere now, including Brock Purdy, who I think I saw is in the top five for the NFL MVP odds. By the way, which again, the the story gets more and more incredible by the day. But that the the streaming part of having NFL, whatever they call it, um, the season pass has been awesome. Just a complete blast to be able to watch all those games all at once. No doubt. Um, but there's money to be made. I mean, here's the thing: that, like yeah. the 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 thing with why why Amazon, why Apple, and you saw them flirt with the Pac-12. And that got close. You saw them flirt with the Big Ten. You saw them flirt with the Big 12. They didn't win any of those. But the good news is for college athletics, they still want in. That is a good thing from a revenue perspective. It's also why they will probably get Amazon or Apple, maybe one of each, will get an exclusive first or a second round game for the playoffs. This that's is that's exactly good, what everybody wants. And this is also a good dip your toes in the water deal. You're not really dipping your toes. You're actually jumping all the way in. But for college athletics, instead of like a whole conference. from what I understand, and I'm fairly well connected in this world, being as old as I am, I just a lot of people who are my age are now in rooms and stuff. And from what I understand, the Amazon thing, and this is where, if you guys remember on this podcast, when the Big Ten didn't jump in with Amazon, we thought the Big Ten would get like one game. And I kind of said to you, like, that really hurts the Big 12 as far as them going streaming. And the reason was, is like Amazon and Apple, and they're really the big two players. I guess you could somewhat say YouTube, but YouTube is more just acquiring, like, they're not putting on broadcast. Right. Neither is Netflix. It's Amazon and Apple. They, They want to be more, specifically Amazon, wants to be more like a place for college football fans to go. And I think that their idea is to have multiple conferences. Like, so it's not just like, we're just going to isolate ourselves to one area of the country and just be in the Pac-12, right? Now, if they could have gotten it for pennies on the dollar, I think that would have been different. But I think what Amazon wanted to do was, okay, we're going to have a Thursday night Big Ten game. We're going to have a Friday night Big 12 game. We're going to have a Saturday night Pac-12 game. And that's just our lineup every week, as opposed to buying the entire rights for one league that regionalizes you. Yep. So this is a good way for them to, you know, every college football fan in the country is going to subscribe to this if they have if they're not a prime member already. You know, it's interesting. Both ways can be effective where Apple's kind of done the whole league by itself approach. They have they have hit a monster of a grand slam with uh, the MLS, which it doesn't get talked about really in Iowa. But the Messi effect has been a godsend for them. I mean, the MLS ratings for that for that product is off the charts good. You're going to see MLS grow like crazy because Messi's going to be a big reason why. And Apple's going to take advantage of that because they're not only getting seed up. And this is where this is where the streaming we're, – we're not thinking big picture a lot of times. Streaming is great in the U.S., but with Messi, Apple TV Plus has been streamed worldwide. It became a worldwide product almost overnight, thanks to that guy. And so those rights they got, man, they would be probably five times the the worth they are that they got them for even a year ago. So it's interesting. I mean, the college football is not MLS and it's not soccer. There's not worldwide interest for college football. 
but you also saw Apple almost get into the Pac-12. They that that was going to be the deal. Mm-hmm. They were going to acquire all the conference rights, um, but then it all blew up at the last second. It's just it's two different approaches. Um, I don't know what one's better, but there's no question. Five years from now, there will be a lot more games on streaming. You already saw it. What the Iowa game this weekend is is on Peacock. It's just going to become normalized. Is it frustrating as a fan that you have to switch back and forth? It is, but it's just going to be part of the deal. That's where the money is for these companies. Uh, other rumor you're hearing with Apple right now is that they are very interested in Formula One. And uh, this doesn't really impact college fans, but like to kind of think where their model is with the specialization thing. Like the, the thought of like watching an F1 race where you go into this like hub. Oh, I want to ride around with Max Verstappen. Okay. I click huh, on that. Yeah. Oh, I, I w- I'd like to ride in the middle of the pack. So I'm going to jump into an Alpha Tori and like, right? Like it. That's a good point. If you think about like, that's, that's kind of how Apple's looking at this. Um, and they've got their know. new, they've got their new uh, VR device coming out in January. Oh, good idea. And you so can that- really do it with F1. Correct. So this is interesting. I mean, I, again, I don't want to geek out, nerd out. I really do, but I I won't in this case. The augmented reality VR stuff. I'm really curious how that impacts sports broadcasting rights and rights in general. That thing is going to be a slow rollout. It may fail miserably, this Apple headset, but that thing has a chance to be crazy interesting as far as sports viewing is concerned and, and may alter some of the stuff that we know about viewing sports. It may not. But I think a sport like F1 is one that it could really change. Can you imagine, CW, you're a race guy. If you're in the car in an augmented reality situation like your Max Verstappen or one of those guys, I mean, I'm for the older generation, it probably wouldn't work because you might get a headache or something. But, man, it has a chance to really be a game changer. One other thing I want to mention and, and while I'm nerding out here, college sports rights and viewership has never been higher. So for all those who said that the portal and NIL and all of this extra stuff was going to ruin college sports, boy, it hasn't impacted it this year. Now, maybe it will down the road, uh, but the, the 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 viewership numbers for college football have never been higher than they have been this year. Uh, good, good points all the way around. And, and this is a good sign. If you're don't, don't kick and scream because there might be a playoff game on streaming like this, this ultimately will be more money for the big 12, more money for Iowa state, like those types. Of th- and and this is where the money sorry to counteract what you do for a living, but this is where the money should come from. Like the oh, you know, I, television, I think, and, you know, this is a good thing. This is a really good thing. The more people you get involved, because for the longest time, college football was just Fox and ESPN. For the longest time, it was really just ESPN. And now yep. you're seeing more and more of these things. And we were always on this. I think we were about 10 years ahead, but we saw it coming like you knew. And and right now, like I'm still, you know, I'm still very bullish that in the next 10 years that ESPN is purchased by Amazon or Apple or something. Yeah, I, like, I, I still I think that will happen. And there'll be people out there that will re- in, in the industry that will reject that. And I'll probably get some nasty text messages. for. I still think that's going to happen. Yeah, it's I mean, ten years is a long, long time. So I, you know, and so why the the question is then what what's with all the realignment? It all goes together because those 
conferences that have the most money eventually will start paying the players and it becomes a salary cap within the conferences. That is my, that is my prediction of where this is headed at some point in the next five years, there will be employees. It's going to happen whether you like it or not. And so those conferences that have more media rights will have a bigger revenue share. Thus they'll be able to pay players more and will have a recruiting advantage. This is all where it is going. So the collective thing, it matters. I don't think it's going to matter for more than five years. I really don't. But I would mm-hmm. say for those five years, you better stay afloat. Because oh, yeah. when that, then you could lose your spot and they'll correct, start relegating. Correct. When that when that ship leaves and you're not on it, it doesn't matter at that point. And so you got to stay competitive with whatever. I know the format is weird and people nobody really likes it, but you got to stay competitive for the next three to five years, or else totally you're not getting agree. on that boat. You're not getting on that boat. And yeah. I have a lot I'm going to say, but I'll save it for another podcast. <laughs> yes, perfect. Hey, I need you to. I'm going to throw you on the spot here. I got to grab. I got to grab something real quick. Could you do thank yous to our friends at Gravitate Coworking and Hopewood real quick? I, I am. I am a professional. Okay, really, but real quick, I I can do that. The woods are the best. I mean, that's just let's just be honest. Power couple in Des Moines. You've got Jeff Wood with Gravitate Coworking. Multiple spaces, multiple spaces right here in the heart of Iowa. Why do you want to work at home in front of Zoom like I have to do every day? We can go to Gravitate Coworking, be around human beings, get a coffee, get a beer, have a meeting room, and it's very reasonably priced. They're all over the place. Des Moines, Windsor Heights, they're even in Jefferson. Look them up, gravitatecoworking.com. And Jeff's beautiful partner spouse is Hopewood. She is probably the world's best estate attorney, at least in the state of Iowa. She will help you out with anything you need for getting your will done in a day. Something that we need to do. It's important. I had a little guy break a collarbone this week, Cedar. Oh, man. It made me realize. It made you me realize. Had a man, rough go. You don't know what's going to happen. You do not know what's going to happen. You better get that will done. Get that will done because you don't know what's coming next. And, and hope what is just a lovely, lovely person. Part so of the wood power couple. Broken foot and broken collarbone in a month. Yes. Yes. That's I, bad uh, luck. I, I I wouldn't want to be around me. This is why I'm in a separate location for you. I've got bad juju right now. Bad <sighs> mojo. Yeah. As a, yeah. as Campbell would say, uh, Everett only has a stinger these day to day. Speaking of that, I'm I'm very hopeful that Malik Verdom will be back. I am too. This week. I want to do one quick plug for our premium. There's, I I don't know. I feel like a, I'm not a snake oil salesman. I think we do a really good job with our premium, with Cyclone Fanatic Premium, Patreon, uh, the message board. We're we're constantly giving little updates, little little tidbits, that type of thing. I'd encourage you, and it helps keep us free. Frankly, yes. like. It's kind of a, it's a tax on the, it's not a tax, it's like a tax on the diehards, but you get something out of it. But like, that is such a big deal to us now, like with ad rates continue to drop and like, it's just, we would not be here without, if we hadn't made that move about three years ago. So give us an opportunity here. A big update last night on basketball practices how they're going, yeah. all that and good one, stuff. One quick thing. So we've actually, a lot of people may not know, but we will as partner with Cyclone Fanatic. If you join at $50 a month or above, you get free access to the premium message board. So yes. if you're looking for like a gift for that hard to shop for Cyclone fan in your life that 
you know, I don't know what to get them. You can support the Cyclones. You can get a premium membership and get exclusive We Will gear all for awesome. a, 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 a great price. And it's a great way we've worked together. And it's been a it's been a big plus for all involved. Well, it's because I I see a ton of value, too, with We Will. It's like if, if, if Iowa State sucks, our product <laughs> right. isn't nearly as, as important. compelling. And right. I mean, everybody needs to work together. All right. Um, I want to get into the Big 12. Again, we, we kind of skipped our Big 12 segment on Sunday because we wanted to do the gambling thing, which there was another update on that today where they're lessening penalties even more. So Iowa State and Iowa are truly the guinea pigs here. The NCAA's penalties. Yeah. 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 Good correction. Uh, we don't need to get too far into that, but we, we do want to thank our friends at Wiffles hybrids who continue to uh, bring us the weekly big 12 segment each and every week here on the Cyclone fanatic podcast network. They are um, opening up this new facility in Ames for the, our friends at Wiffles and it is going to be badass. And what I like to promote about it the most is they see all the ag talent coming out of Iowa state and they want to be there. They think that they can get better people. They think that they can get more people. And uh, the when when's that? Like the spring is when yeah. that opens up. Yep, they're moving. Yeah, so we'll. Yeah, uh, it looks great. I drove by it the other day. I think we're gonna go do a show from there at some time. But we we appreciate Wiffles. Let's uh, let's do this Big Twelve deal and kind of look ahead at this week's games and just run through these teams a little bit. Uh, the big one is Texas and Oklahoma, and of course yeah. we we hit on Oklahoma. And on, on Sunday, a lot. Uh, we both are really impressed with Brent Venable's team. Like, I, they're ranked 12th right now. I think they're top 10. And Texas is ranked third. I think they're definitely top five. This feels like a, um, you know, I think either one of these teams potentially could lose this game and still make the playoff. Yep. But this is a huge game. I, I could see either, honestly, Brent, like with this year's league, I could see either one of these teams running the table in the league. Yeah, I, I, man, I don't, I would like to see who goes to K-State. I mean, that's kind of a goofy road trip. Does somebody go to UCF? That's kind of a goofy road trip. But otherwise, oof. Oklahoma does not play K-State. What? Then that's like the one Oklahoma got an easy draw. grief. Here's Oklahoma's schedule. Texas, home against UCF, Eh. at Kansas. Okay. At Oklahoma State, mm. for home versus West Virginia, at BYU, and TCU at home. Oh my gosh, you're so right. Their schedule sucks. They need to win. If they win Saturday, it might be uh... honestly. Whew. So I was talking Texas, to somebody. Texas the rest of the way is at Houston. Nope. BYU at home. Nope. Kansas State at home. Yeah. At TCU. Okay. At Iowa State. Mm. And at home versus Texas Tech. So they're both heavy That's, favorites in every they, game. In the every rest game. Of the way. It might be double digits for every game except for. Yeah. The interesting thing, I was talking to somebody um, up in Ames this week, and their quote to me was, Oklahoma's the best team we've played in several years, which I thought was really interesting. So, I mean. I buy it, though. If either Oklahoma, you know, I thought I thought the same thing. I thought Oklahoma played out of its mind good. Now, is that them typically every game? It's not going to be every game, 
But man, they, the, what with, what they rolled in talent after talent, depth after depth, and then they just mixed up everything. They had Rocco spin a little bit in the second half. Uh, so yeah, I think they're the real deal. That game is super fascinating. I like Oklahoma in the points. I mean, I don't know if they can do it. I just think Oklahoma's got a little bit more juice to play for here. They're going to be the underdogs, and they 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 have won this series a lot. What what is it like six of eight, seven of eight? Um, I think Texas has more overall talent, but Oklahoma's playing for a lot here. I think this is going to be a fascinating game. I think it's within the three for sure, or whatever the five six. I would I would be with you. I would take points here. Dylan Gabriel I, doesn't get talked about enough. I mean, that guy, I, he's like I, 30 years old. I think I'd take him as a college quarterback over yours. That, no doubt. Am I wrong there? No, uh, but I think Texas is probably better up front. I, I'm, I'm with you. On both sides of the ball. Yep. Yep. I just, uh, I, I, I think, again, I went from, uh, I don't know if Oklahoma's any good to, no, that, that team's really good. That team is really, really good. So we'll see if they can keep it up. Granted, they didn't really, they haven't had turnover problems at all yet. So that'll dictate the game a little bit down in Dallas, but this is going to be a good one. Like if stack Oklahoma up, ah, shoot, I should have printed off some power ratings, but stack Oklahoma up against Lincoln Riley's new team. Yeah. Clearly, like for real though, like USC doesn't play defense. Like Oklahoma now, like they're, they're not as good on offense, but they're still good. But so they're really man. good on defense now. Yep. So There's I'm looking better. at I'm looking at the ESPN FPI rankings. Again, this is power. Their power. Uh, they have Ohio State one, Oklahoma two. Okay. Texas so that, is four. That backs what we're saying then. Yep. So they, they their resume is almost perfect so far. They haven't really played much yet. I just think they looked the part. That was not a paper tiger. They had guys, and so we'll see if they can keep it up. I think that's going to be a great game. I'm looking forward to that one, even though I wish they both would lose. And can we get, can I, can I make an editorialized statement here? The yeah. big 12 doesn't have to recognize th- those two as much as they do on social. Maybe they have to legally. I don't know. But it's like, does the big 12 need to celebrate that it, that it got game day when those two are just going to talk about the SEC the whole time? No, I, I'm with you. I would be petty here. I mean, I guess, I guess if you maybe the Big Twelve could still take credit for the TV ratings because it technically is while well, they're in the Big Twelve, so you want to keep those as high as you can. That's the other side of it. We have a Friday night game. I misspoke on Sunday. This is a Friday night game. Kansas State is at Oklahoma State, six thirty. I gut check time for the Cowboys here. Yeah, I like them in this spot. Last stand. Yeah, you know they. They lost in Ames, but I, I kind of feel like they left that game thinking like, okay, we got a quarterback now. You know, we – I feel like that was a step forward for them even in a loss. So this I is I don't know what that says about Iowa State, but if I'm looking at Oklahoma State objectively, that's how I feel. And then you're, you're coming off of a bye, regroup, last yep. stand, primetime, standalone game against Kansas State. So in a world where up is down and down is up, I was checking this out because I think it'll be a factor in Iowa State, Iowa State and TCU game on Saturday. Uh, right now, if you look at average plays per game, C-Dub, TCU is fourth in the country at 83.5 per game, which is a bunch. Interestingly, who's fifth? Cincinnati 
who is next week for Iowa State. But even more caught my eye. Our good friends, the K-State Wildcats, are 10th in the country in plays per game. Seriously. At 79 per game. Wow. Yeah. Bill Snyder is not pleased. He's not there. No. So that he's all, our buddy Colin Klein is running up tempo, I guess. That or, I can't say I've watched a bunch of K-State. They've had the ball a bunch. And... But they're not. They must not be sucking the clock down as much as they have in the past. Where, see, so, so the obvious question is then is, Bloom, where is Iowa State in this whole pecking it's order? Be bottom thirty. Iowa State is a hundred and first. Yeah, at sixty-five plays per game. So TCU, to my point, is running twenty more plays a game than Iowa State. That's that is significant, and it's also why Temple is an interesting side plot for Saturday. You know, does Iowa State? Iowa State tried to go toe for toe with Oklahoma in the, in the pace and space stuff, and it worked for a half. And then Iowa State ran out of steam. I don't know if you can do that. I don't know if you can do that against TCU. I don't know if you want to try to do it. Do you try go, and go back to the phone booth a little bit, or maybe at least like not the phone booth, but the living room game? Like you keep it somewhat tighter. I'm not sure. We'll see what uh, old Nate and Matt decide to do. Because TCU likes to run a bunch of plays. Their offensive coordinator is Kendall Bryles, and that's what they do. Who he's been catching some heat down there for yeah, the start right. of their season. It's his first year there. He was at Arkansas. Yeah, they don't. They're not. They're not all about Kendall Bryles right now. Now their their yeah. numbers haven't been as good. But if you look at the raw data, their defense is actually better than it has. Been, it was a year ago. Um, their offense just isn't quite as good yet. Offense, uh, they got a guy who can run at quarterback, clearly. I mean, yep. if you're going just off of talent and like expectations, he's probably the third or fourth quarterback in the league, right? Yeah, he's been good. Yep. Um, but he is getting uh, – their line hasn't been great. Like he's getting sacked a lot, yep. and they're uh, which could be on him too. He may be slow to make decisions. It depends on how much tape you've watched. I wouldn't necessarily know. Um Let's run around the rest of the slate, and then we'll yeah. dig more into yeah, Iowa sorry. State. Uh, Central Florida is at Kansas. Really an important moment, I feel like, for Gus Malzahn in that Central Florida team after they blew that lead to Baylor last week. They played K-State tough, which weren't there in the end, though. Um, that That's the most interesting game of the weekend, isn't it? Yeah, outside of Oklahoma, Texas. but Yeah, yeah, kind of throwing yeah, that the, one away. But, the, like, I just... It is. I mean, it in, is. in Kansas too. It's like you know, what are you? What are you? I don't know. I they looked they looked very pedestrian in Austin. Just just kind, of, but they didn't have Daniels. Is he going to play? Still to be determined. I'm guessing. I think it's to be determined. But this is a very much a like who's actually good of you two because UCF started to get a little buzz when they went on the road and beat Boise. Kansas goes undefeated in the non-conference. I don't know. This is a let's see something type of game. It's October. This is when the big boys start playing. Because Kansas did this last year too, right? They started That's, what six and zero, five and zero. But it's and also it kind of what I thought, and I'll take a little credit, but I don't think it's very hard to figure out. Like a lot of these these new teams are not performing that well in the Big Twelve in year one, which is very predictable. Yep, just like and everyone kind of thought. Yeah, I think it'll be even more predictable the deeper we get into the season. So to your point, get this. Uh the new teams, C dub and conference play, are one and seven. Okay. Keep an eye on it. 
Texas Tech is at so then that way you just blindly play Kansas, whatever that is. Yep. On I'll write two that points. one down. It's two points. Two points, that's it. Oh, I'm yep. all in on Kansas. I think so too. Texas Tech is at Baylor. Um <laughs> that's know. another night game, by the way. So that's kicks off same time as Iowa that, State PCU. That line moved a bunch. They must have listened to our podcast on Sunday when I said that line was wrong. <laughs> you did. <laughs> it's and moved. I made fun of you for it. It has moved towards my direction. Just FYI for those keeping track. I just wonder, how are the tech people doing? Are they? I think they're okay because they won by a bunch. Yeah, I just... But, you know, Joey McGuire was like yeah, God he was last to, year. They, and they had some thoughts of winning the conference this year. They were... Yeah. We they were the surprise team last year who kind of came on and, and with a first year head coach who probably smart people probably faded them, you know, cause it's just hard to do two years in a row. Yep. But then you have Baylor who's probably been the most disappointing team in the big 12 thus far. But yeah, now you ask yourself, okay, so they have that comeback win. Is there going to be like real momentum there? Or was that just a fluke? Yep. Good or bad. Not sure. And, uh, tech is now two point favorite in that one on the road. Hmm. Don't you go Baylor there? I don't. I'm not. I'm not. Neither either of these teams, I'm out. I don't know what I'm getting. I'm not even really talking about betting. I just like if you had to make a pick, like. I, I think Texas better. I just. Baylor's little fourth quarter resurgence when UCF was asleep at the wheel doesn't give me much hope that they can do it for a full game. What when do they you got, think of this Chandler they got dominated. Morris. They got dominated by Texas. Chandler Morris. Uh, give you stats on the year. Yeah, yeah, he's a good player. Sixty-six percent completion percentage, eleven touchdowns, three interceptions, uh, fourteen hundred yards. Now this is—it's notable that he actually beat Max Duggan out Correct. last year in was, fall camp. He was the guy. Gets hurt in the first game. Duggan comes in, obviously leads them to the college football playoff. Again, if you're going just off of nothing but like just talent and recruiting ratings. This Chandler Morris is probably the best quarterback in the Big 12, not named Dylan Gabriel or Quinn Ewers, right? Yeah, I mean, he he was a I mean, highly recruited kid. Not a big guy, though. I mean, he's he's basically Rocco Beck's size. He's six foot, 190 pounds. Yeah, I mean, he's not a... It's not like he's going to run but over But he's you. from Highland Park, Texas, right. which well, is like he's, a football factory. It is, and that's why he's gotten so much attention is he grew up in in that whole ecosystem. I Yeah, I'd have to go down. I mean, the West Virginia quarterback just runs, which, by the way, TCU ran for over 200 yards at T- – or excuse me, West Virginia ran for over 200 yards at TCU, but Green, the West Virginia quarterback, I think had 90 of those yards – so I'll be interested to see if Iowa State has some quarterback run game in the game plan because otherwise, TCU's been pretty good just straight up against the run. So another something to keep an eye on there. But yeah, if I'm ranking the quarterbacks right now, gosh, it's it's Gabriel Ewers, Daniels when he's healthy. Yeah, that's know? he's he would be up there, but he's then, he doesn't play that much. Yeah, uh, Plumley when he's healthy, he hasn't played. 
He's not playing right now for UCF. I don't know if he's I back. I mean, Chapin, when he's healthy, we haven't he's, really seen him this year. Yeah, he year. played last week. Oh, he did? Okay. He did. Okay, good catch. So that uh, Chandler Morris playing. is yeah, he's, the so second he's... leading rusher on TCU, which I think is important. Yep. And that's where that, like, Malik Verdone conversation, because he's a really Correct. good run-stopping safety. I think that that's huge, getting him I, back. I was surprised how Gabriel gave Iowa State some fits in the run game, and then you know what else did was the Ohio quarterback. How many times did he take off on third and medium, third and long, and got some first downs? And that guy wasn't exactly a burner. So what I would say has had to do sometimes because the linebackers aren't as good, they're not getting as much of a pass rush, is they've had to go man more on the back end, and that's created some uh, opportunities for quarterbacks to run that weren't there a year ago. Um, TCU's a higher favorite in this game than we thought they would be at the beginning. I think you're seeing a correction of power ratings now because Iowa State's defense is dropping off. Yep. You're no longer this elite top 10 to 15 defense. You're all of a sudden, the last couple of weeks, you're like a bottom 50 defense. And your offensive ratings, while we can all watch it and you see that you're getting better, the you're, you're still not statistically in that because I can't we thought like this would be around a pick em. yeah and if you would have looked at what TCU's done this year you would have thought that that probably hasn't changed but that that's why Iowa State is going to get less benefit of the doubt going forward because this defense and that that to me is I uh there's an interesting conversation on our Cyclone Fanatic forums this week about who do you trust more Iowa State's offense or defense yeah a, a lot of astute poster are right. They're going, I trust the defense more because it's, it's proven, but I, I actually like, I don't know. Like, I, I'm not sure I would even go there right now. I think this offense is going to keep getting better. The well, offensive no line took a big step forward against the Oklahoma. I love the quarterback. I think you've got wide receivers that can make plays. Sama getting going was big. They need a running back to step up and really own this thing. Yep. And Sanders has been good too. I, yes. I think the last two weeks. So like I, I'm, um, one thing for me to watch is really I'm really interested to see how the defense does against a running quarterback, against a Kendall Bryles scheme. But I would also point out in a in a positive note for Iowa State, this is the kind of scheme that this dime stack was built for. Correct. So um I I fascinating game all the way around for Iowa State. I, I would definitely take points here though. Like I I don't know. I kinda something tells me. Iowa State splits the next two weeks, and I don't really want to go on record either way because I, I don't really know. Um, but I think that they'll go one and one and uh, set themselves up to at least be in contention to get to a bowl game in November. That's, yeah, I, that's where I, I'm th- going. I think so too. So uh, Bill Conley, who I greatly respect in SP Plus, has TCU winning this 26 22, um, which would be lower than the five and a half or whatever it is, six on the spread. Okay. But Iowa State's getting drugged down a little bit by that those two defensive performances. I just think what the numbers can't tell you is the intangibles. Night game, Trice, the hundredth anniversary, the new the the throwback uniforms sold out. Iowa State got embarrassed by TCU last year. Completely embarrassed. It was what I would say outside of the Ohio game was a low point for the Campbell era because it looked like Iowa State just kind of didn't want to be there, and that has never been the case. So there's a lot of pride on the line for Iowa State. Cyclones do think they are good enough to make a bowl. They think they are a, a definitely a team that can compete with pretty much anybody else in this conference. 
but this is a big game. So you're at home. I like, I, I think it's a great setup. I think it's going to be a great game. I think this one goes four quarters right down the wire and uh, we'll see who makes the mistake and goodness knows makes a kick. Can you make a kick, a big time kick when it matters, Chase Contreras? So let's hope so. Weather looks fine. Weather looks good. I actually, I really like Chase Contreras. I, I, I think that his, like the ball looks great coming off of his foot. It, I, it doesn't. I'm with you. He's he's always got plenty of leg. His only misses this year has been on like, you know, problems by the snapper and holder. I'm um, I'm bullish on him. I just yeah, I, I wish I wish Iowa State had him for more than a year. To be honest, I th- I think uh, I think this is going to be this has the feeling of one of those games that we remember for a while, one way or another. <sighs> I just because this well the setup is great. Like it's just a great setup. Uniforms, the Trice Legacy game night. Weather's great. It's a hungry Iowa State team, a young Iowa State team, and they're going to be ready to go. I think everybody up, it, up there is ready to go this Saturday. Kind of wish it wasn't buried on FS2. With I do too. Uniforms. I know that was that's the one bummer. It's on FS2, which it's hard to find. Even though in 2023, the TV thing matters significantly less. Yeah, the actual numbers because it'll those things will all get uh, popped online and. Yeah, and, and you also, it's like, yeah, the people share it on social. People see the uniforms and, so and all that good stuff. The question is, what song does Iowa State run out to? Do you go back to Thunderstruck? Because you, you beat Oklahoma State with Thunderstruck. I know these are the questions that I'd, people I'd, are asking. Do you want me to go on my deal here? Yeah. I. It's been really bad this year. The entrance. Yeah, like I, I don't know if they know. It, it's looked very choppy. Like they, they changed the song. The I, I care about this more than I should. Yeah, and I honestly, uh, I haven't really noticed. It's my WWE background. Yeah, I get the it. The entrance is very important. I'm a siren guy. I want more sirens. I think we need to be pumping that siren. It's third down. Like nonstop. I mean, I, I, uh, I'll tell you what they should do at the entrance, where the, you do the cyclone weather alert, right? Yeah, we need the, more weather. We need, we need that. Yeah. That needs to be longer, a longer. So that situation. we we yeah. go into that, and then all of a sudden, we need artificial thunder and a lightning okay. to go through the ribbon oh. and, the, and the scoreboards, and it shuts everything off, goes to black, and then we just start hearing the siren, and the siren. And more siren for like a minute. And we're going to make people uncomfortable with how loud we are playing this siren. And then, boom, you hit your song. Here comes the team. And I'll make one other statement. And everybody knows how much I love the band. Right? I Do I need to Big tell band. people how much you're, I love the band? You're a band donor. You're a band yes. donor. I am a donor to the Iowa State Yeah, and they got, they, got, they got new looks for Saturday. It looks great. It looks great. Band. I love the band. Way to go, band. The band always has a place on college football Saturday yes. and an enhanced place in my world. But we need to play the pump up song longer and less yes. of the band playing the fight yes. song to the I'm team running you. onto the field. Yep. Yep. Because it's like you go from this loud, supposed to be intimidating like thing, and then all of a sudden it's like oh na, 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 na. like it's great. I love the school song. Yeah. I love the band. We need to find a way to kind of get let's, them out of that situation. I and the other thing I would suggest, and maybe I'm maybe I'm uh, sacrilegious here, 
I like the bells of Iowa State Ugh. when it's a uh, you know it's we're it's at commencement Don't do or this. something. I almost got canceled once. Me and Sage Rosenfels were having some beers in Orlando, no, I, and I, I and I voted again, that we get rid of it on football game day. No, you have it, but you have you don't have it ten minutes before the game. No, you have it forty five minutes before the game. Bring the band back <laughs> when no one's bring there. them back. Yeah, but the I, I we again, it's it's a tough job. You're not going to please everybody, but I, I so here what I did here. Did you know Iowa State uh, has a bid in to upgrade the video board? You see Good. that news coming. It, it, so it needs coming. it. Yes, yeah, so that, I mean, that maybe pixels are all screwed up. And again, Iowa State's kind of fighting, uh, kind of going to battle with a, with a butter knife here, and in, in some regards, due to the constraints of the current system. Like you now, you go to your point. Like I would love that you shut the shut the lights down and have them come back up with like some lightning. How and cool thunder. would that? Be? Oh man, let's let's figure that out. You could do it in Hilton. Yeah. Yeah, you okay, could totally well, pull that, up and it's like a total blackout, and then lightning and siren hit the music. I I was watching something they they were going heavy into the siren. I'm like, why don't I mean? And they was they weren't even a, a natural disaster school, but they had a lot. But of But you siren. watch all these other games with like great atmospheres, like it's loud in these places on like third downs and like where there's stuff bumping and like I just. I, I do feel like that we've missed a big opportunity here in the last eight years in this rise, like the best era of Iowa State football ever to establish some sort of a tradition. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know it's why. Juicy, it's Juicy Wiggle and about. Yeah, it, you're right. The Juicy Wiggle thing is that, it, that's a real tradition and that will be around forever. Yep. I mean, that's, that's a song good. that if my, my any of our kids go crazy when they hear it. They, so they establish that. that. That's a win. But like, I have no idea what song the team comes out to. Yeah, because it's okay. changed I, every it's year. Changed. It's like we're yeah, we're kind of maybe that's the point is maybe you don't have a consistent thing. And Kanye Kanye didn't help matters. Yeah, Kanye got canceled. Hey. So yeah, hey. you're right. That, that was, was it. You're right. I, like I forgot that. about Kanye. Yeah, so, so Kanye, that's not anybody's fault. Kanye's partly to blame here. But no, I think that I don't know. Maybe because it's the what about this? Since it's the Trice Legacy game, what if you just have somebody I don't like read the letter dramatically. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of ways to incorporate that. We'll see. I just think something, that something the, to keep an eye on. The entrance should always be something that everybody feels like they need to be in the stadium to Correct. see. Correct. And right it's now like it's this not. exhilarating and it, it just doesn't feel like that right now. I, and I don't I'm know why. You. And I don't claim you. to know all I have all the answers. I know those people work hard. The atmosphere is way better than it used to be in it that is. stadium. It is. And, you know, frankly, the team scoring more would help. That would help. Yeah. So, you know, all these things can be true. It's, I just, it's, um, it's perplexing to me how like the song's constantly different, but whatever. I just, and I admittedly care too much about these things. Right. Yeah. I, I was just thinking out loud, like if, will they do something different because it's the Trice legacy? Game? Well, I, I mean, here's the deal. Thunderstruck makes sense. It does. If you're going with the whole siren and tornado but, but thing, got, yeah, but go into the, let's let's let's. I like the lighting idea. I don't know if it's even possible. I, that's that's a great idea by you. Yeah, it's all, and then cyclone weather alert, <laughs> right? Oh no! Oh no! The twisters are coming! Boom! Really loud thunder sensation, lightning strike. We have a blackout. 
Oh my God, what's going to happen? Oh, listen, here comes the tornado siren. It's the cyclones coming out of the tunnel with smoke. And now we're going to play whatever badass rap song or and whatever we're play we want. For at least a minute. Yeah. We've solved it. I sit around fantasizing about things like this. <laughs> I'm a WWE now, guy. I won't, we'll save this for next show. Relocation of the student section. I that is above my pay grade. Yeah, and I don't same. sit in the stands, so I don't really <laughs> I get it. I actually asked my family about this because all of all of you fanatics people have are thoughts on this. Yeah, people hammering me about it, and I don't, I don't realize it up in the press box. So you guys would have to, um, we would have to lean on some of our great listeners for that. I, but I can tell you this entrance thing is not. We've we've lost our way with it, and I, I don't know don't know what the answer is yeah i'm I, I think it's it's a good healthy discussion we're trying yeah. to get better everyone's trying to get better uh we need more of that trumpet song though i can tell I, you that. We have not seen it i have not heard it this year so if our uh little birdies are tuning in we'd like some more of that we'd just play more of the siren i'm telling you if siren, you just, just play that siren. obnoxiously yeah. just well, for whatever reason yeah i've never heard anyone be like yeah i don't really like i don't siren. like that siren no you won't hear it and there's it no sense. one else doing it nope Play more Siren. All right. Uh, appreciate MacDyne, our presenting sponsor. Go buy yourself a bottle of Cody Road for your tailgate this weekend. Uh, Williamson Bloom here on your Wednesday. We'll be back on Sunday evening from the Wild Rose Casino Studios. Uh, we'll see you guys out at the lots on Saturday. Later. Frogs down.